Hi, I'm Shona and this is my podcast. I'm a mum, a pre and postnatal trainer, CrossFit coach, yoga teacher, and I don't take myself or life too seriously. Enjoy my podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Shona Strong podcast. How are you? So we're a few days before Christmas and yesterday I woke up with a cold. And then I saw this meme and it said, there's a cold going around and it's affecting people with a pure heart and a great ass. And you know what? That really spoke to me and I identified and it made me feel a lot better because, you know, I do have a pure heart and a great ass and I have a cold. Anyway, how are you this morning? Um, Today, I am going to answer a question that I got from a new member of Shona Strong Bumps. It's a great question and... I just love discussing this sort of stuff in great detail and really the whole point of me being a pre and postnatal coach and one of my strongest values is always giving you the most evidence-based information that I possibly can with the fact that the evidence-based information is kind of limited especially in this area. And then you can decide what you do with your body based on the information that I've given you. Because we're all adults here and I am not in the business of telling you what you can and can't do with your body. But at the same time, there is a lot of misinformation out there about what is safe, what can you do, what can't you do during pregnancy. And more and more, there is more information coming out just now and I just think it's a really exciting time. Um, to be in this space and I just love it. Anyway, so let's get into what the question was. So as I said, this was from a new member of Shona Strong Bumps, my group pregnancy training program. And the question is, in terms of effort, should I be making any adjustments? For example, is it still okay to work to failure slash progressively overloads? What a great question. So I think probably the best way to start answering this question is to look at what those concepts mean because there is kind of a big difference between progressively overloading and working to failure. So first of all, what does progressive overload mean? That is when you gradually increase the weight, frequency or number of repetitions in your strength training program. So what this does is it challenges your body and allows your musculoskeletal system to get stronger. So when you progressively overload in your strength training program, you will find that you build muscle and you get stronger. And first of all, this is a really important part of anyone's strength training program. If you are not progressively overloading, then you won't get stronger or build muscle. When it comes to pregnancy, again, it is really, really important that you progressively overload because due to the hormonal changes and just the nature of pregnancy, you will lose some muscle mass. So if you try to mitigate this as much as possible by lifting slightly heavier, adding a few more reps each time that you train, then you are addressing that loss of muscle. Another way that you can do this is also making sure that you get plenty of protein in your diet. So the fact that progressively overloading is 
encouraged during pregnancy is probably really important for people who are relatively new to exercising when they're pregnant and now we know that if you don't exercise prior to pregnancy then starting starting strength training when you're pregnant is really recommended and there's so many benefits for you and baby and part of your strength training will be that you will find that you will get stronger even though you're pregnant so that's awesome and there's ways to progressively overload that don't involve always lifting heavier so you can progressively overload by increasing the number of reps by maybe slowing down the tempo by increasing the range of motion when you do an exercise so there's lots of ways that you can continue to build muscle and get stronger without having to lift heavier because if we think about someone who is able to I don't know squat 80 kilos prior to pregnancy then the goal might not necessarily be to continue to build on that during pregnancy but there are still other alternative ways that you can keep your legs strong and keep building muscle and strength while you're pregnant. So then we can move on to the other concept which is working or training to failure. Now there's two types of training to failure and the first type is muscular failure. So that's when the neuromuscular system can no longer produce adequate force for a muscle or muscle groups to contract concentrically. So for example, when you are doing a bicep curl, you are getting to the end of the set and as you're lifting, you can't fully contract your arm, you can't fully lift the weight all the way up to the top of range of motion because your muscles are starting to fail. And during pregnancy, that wouldn't be a huge issue with a relatively small muscle group like that because it's a bicep curl. There's not gonna be a risk of like you necessarily dropping a weight on yourself or falling over. So I think um, working to muscular failure isn't as unsafe as perhaps working to technical failure, which is the other type of training to failure. So technical failure is when you can no longer perform the movement um, in a safe and correct form through a full range of motion. So for example, if you are back squatting and say you are going for a set of 10, the first five are fine and then the next two you can squat all the way down and then the next two your legs are starting to buckle, your knees are caving inwards, your back is rounding. That would be technical failure. You can't hold on to the technique and finish the set. Now, technical failure isn't something that I enjoy at any time of my life. It's not something that I really ever do um it doesn't feel nice when you're when you're training to technical failure you're probably putting yourself at risk of injury and that's at any time of your life not just during pregnancy so when you're training during pregnancy and you're no longer able to hold on to the technique and and train safely then there's a lot of things at risk there like you are like if you had, um, if you were squatting, back squatting, then you could potentially fall over and hurt yourself. You've got another person 
to to be concerned about right now. But also another huge consideration is your pelvic floor and your core. So personally, like one of my big concerns as your coach and also as a person training myself during pregnancy was to make sure that my core and pelvic floor weren't being pushed beyond their capabilities. So let's take the pelvic floor, for example. So if I was, let's say, deadlifting and I'm not pregnant, there's a lot of intra-abdominal pressure created by deadlifting really heavy. And if I'm not managing the pressure properly, when I'm deadlifting, then the pressure is going to perhaps go downwards through my pelvic floor, like I'm going to bear down and I'm putting undue stress on my pelvic floor. And that's when I'm not pregnant. And then add in pregnancy to the mix. So you've got your structures have changed, you've got a baby in there, so there's already additional weight being pressed down on your pelvic floor and then when you add in the intra-abdominal pressure it's going to be more challenging than it normally would to lift heavy and not put the undue pressure through your pelvic floor. So that would be my biggest sort of takeaway from the question that you asked um, in terms of effort because effort is is really subjective. It's so subjective and also we're all completely different. We all have different fitness levels and different bodies and different structures and um, different strengths in, area, in certain areas that someone putting in a lot of effort into an exercise is going to be having a different impact on their body to the same effort someone else is placing on an exercise. So the questions to ask yourself when you're doing an exercise when you're putting lots of effort in is what impact is this going to have on my core and pelvic floor am i able to manage the pressure while i'm also trying to hold on to good technique while i'm also trying to lift safely and look after myself my body and my baby there's lots and lots of things to consider there and that's why i personally think that training during pregnancy is a really interesting and transformative experience for you because there's so much to think about and I personally believe that being active and training throughout your pregnancy will you'll come out the other side of it feeling physically and mentally stronger and more connected with your body which is like just so exciting and fascinating because you've spent pregnancy being a more considered athlete listening to your body training for longevity rather than just like you know smashing a workout in the moment and also it highlights the importance of having a coach someone who can guide you along and keep you motivated keep you accountable to training but also training smart Yes, training smart. I love that. So I think when we're talking about effort and putting in a lot of effort, if we measure our training in terms of intensity, so I like to think of moderate intensity as 
being able to hold a conversation and high intensity as exercising and being able to talk but also kind of struggling to do so. And generally, previous to this, the recommendations were that moderate intensity exercise was safe during pregnancy, but now more and more, we're getting evidence that high intensity exercise is safe during pregnancy. And I mean, I've got lots of anecdotal evidence. (laughs) Personally, I trained at high intensity during my pregnancy and had a perfectly healthy pregnancy and birth. But here is... um, a meta-analysis from 2019, um, the effects of vigorous intensity exercise in the third trimester of pregnancy. So um, a a systematic review and meta-analysis means when they take lots of studies and they collate all that data and and then bring it to you in this conclusion. So um, the conclusion was that the vigorous intensity exercises completed into the third trimester appears to be safe for most healthy pregnancies. Of course, further research is needed on the effects of vigorous intensity exercise in the first and second trimester and of exercise intensity exceeding 90% of maximum heart rate. So that's really interesting that we can now see that it appears to be safe for most healthy pregnancies and if you're listening to this chance chances are you're one of those people and um it's it's just really exciting that you can you can do this all the way through into the third trimester however the person that actually asked this question is very early on in her first trimester so there is a kind of trepidation for some people to exercise to a high intensity during the first trimester and I think that is mostly due to the potential risk of miscarriage and a lot of people feel, I know I certainly did, feel like a big sense of relief when they get that 12-week scan and when they are out that first trimester. So just to reassure you, exercise and more specifically leisure time exercise does not cause miscarriage. I'll say it louder for those at the back. Leisure time exercise does not cause miscarriage. Now, miscarriage is a really horrendous thing for anyone to go through. And I think there's a lot of potential worry that this is something that they did, like the person actually caused. But what you do really it's very very unlikely that what you do causes miscarriage and what is really unfortunate is that miscarriage is mostly caused by chromosomal issues with the baby and that is really outside of your control so just to reassure you that it is safe to exercise to a high intensity high intensity during your first trimester and that you should enjoy that so that's been uh 15 minutes kind of like a little unpacking of that question i really hope that helps and really my goal with shona strong bumps is to make people feel that they are exercising safely they're training smart they're they've got their baby and their body and and the longevity of both of those things in mind but also that the training is challenging because 
when I was pregnant, I was looking online for pregnancy programs and there's a lot of like, you know, it's rolling about in a Swiss ball and cat cows and stuff. And that is like all well and good, but it's not the type of training that I enjoy. So, and I know that's the case for a lot of people. So I wanted to create a program that is also really challenging and fun. Fun, fun is the most important thing of all when it comes to exercise. So if showing a strong bump sounds like something that you would like in your life, then please just head to my website, shonastrong.com. At the top, there's some information about Shona Strong Bumps. You can get that there. Or you could just send me a message on Instagram at Shona Strong and we can chat about how this would work for you. So thank you so much for listening. I hope this helps. And if you've got any more questions, then feel free to get in touch. Bye.